this episode of Trophy Dash Podcast, I'm interviewing Jen Honnold, formerly known as Jen Wyron. Jen rode in the 2001-2002 Little 500 for the Roadrunners. She talks about how she discovered cycling through IUCC, the Indiana University Cycling Club, on the mountain bike racing team. She studied all the details of Little 500 to make up for her lack of experience. She talks about how the structured training of the Roadrunners really helped her progress as a cyclist and eventually competed in some top national level events. She talks about her team dynamics and the ups and downs of being a team leader. And uh, it was a great episode. She's a wonderful storyteller. And I think you're going to really like this. Uh, thank you, Jen, for take, taking the time to be on the Trophy Dash podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's good to hear your voice. It's been a long time. Really long. Um, so I, I'm always curious about how people get into IU and get in the Little Five. Uh, so tell me about your background, like middle school, high school. Uh, what kind of kid were you? Were you athletic? Were you into bikes, running, swimming? Like tell me about that part of your life sure um so i i want to really just say um i really appreciate you inviting me to do this jim mm-hmm. this is the 20th anniversary from when i won little five with my team oh my uh, and i haven't really been involved i know isn't that crazy <laughs> and um i haven't been involved in little five that much so i hadn't really given a lot of thought about it but your uh questions really got my brain going (laughs) i've been thinking about it a lot since you um gave me the invite so um sports growing up i had a really wonderful childhood for an introvert there was this (laughs) huge forest behind my house um and i spent a lot of time back there just surrounded in nature um my parents were busy working full-time and my mom was going to school at the same time so I, they didn't have a lot of time to cart us around their activities. Um, so my sister and I were not enrolled in any sports at all. And I had a lot of free time because of that. Mm. Um, I used to hold that against them, like not doing the sports, because I think I would have been really good at soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, now I've really come to see that childhood as a gift. Um, because so many kids burn out in sports early on and... I always just say to myself, I probably would have torn my ACL playing soccer or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think you'd have been good at soccer? Why? Um, I I don't know. I've got big legs. A lot of times people think I was a soccer player and I say, no, no, Mm -hmm. I did cycling. Um, And I'm good at the short sprints and whatnot, but maybe I wouldn't have been that good. I don't know. I also like really am not good at playing team sports because I didn't grow up playing that. And there's a lot of uh, dynamic to that that I just didn't learn when I was younger. So, but I'm okay, you know. (laughs) uh so you uh introvert you you self-declared introvert yes uh and you went to a public high school i did i did so um you know i think because i wasn't playing my parents didn't roll me anything um i was really competitive and athletic and so when i did start sports it was 100 percent internally motivated for Mm. me um so I actually remember sitting in a class in middle school and in the morning at a PA, they would announce the sports results from the previous day. And I remember thinking to myself, I can do that. Hmm. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to be in the announcements. I could do that. 
And so I begged my parents to let me run track and fields. Um, I had to walk home a mile after practice. Um, but I loved it all. And I still remember the first race I ever won. It was a 100 meter dash. And then I kept running through high school. I did the 400 and the 800 and the relays for those, the four by four and the four by eight. All four years I was in high school, uh, we won state when the four by eight my freshman year. And uh, my junior year, I qualified to run the 400 at state. So those were really big uh, results for me for running. And so, I mean, I, I went to state and this was in Indiana. I grew up um, in Northwest Indiana, but I, I wasn't that great of a runner. Um, but I was still planning to walk on to the track team at IU. Um, mm. And you asked, like, how did I end up at IU? Yeah. And I actually think that's a really funny answer. It's it's one of these quirky teenagers. So um, it ended up being the only school I applied to. Um, but I was considering two schools. I was vegan at the time. And IU had a vegan dining option all the time. Ah. And then there was another school, a university in Canada that had this, like, <laughs> house or something <laughs> so it's funny to me that the, that was my criteria <laughs> yeah when um my, my parents were not interested in paying an out-of-state tuition so when we went and toured iu and we drove in front of the collins dorm there was this swing out front and that sold me i just oh, gosh. I, my heart <laughs> captured <it>. yeah <laughs> there, there was a tree swing out. it's it disappeared after a few years i think it was damaging the branch maybe they took it down mm-hmm. um and so I was at Collins dorm for most of my first freshman year, actually. And did the dream of walking on the, the track field, track and field team manifest or no, that... no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so as I was settling in to, uh, I don't know, the first like week or two of school, probably I went for a run and I had some hip pain and that had been this nagging injury that I'd had in high school and it hadn't fully resolved even with a lot of, um, like therapy targeted exercises. And so I decided to try cycling. I looked up IUCC, right? IU Cycling Club. And Mm -hmm. cycling was not totally foreign to me. Um, When I was 14, I had an uncle who was a cat three. Um, He was in Michigan though. So he was uh, not close to where I lived, but he he would take me on some bike rides on this old seventies road bike. Not that long, like 20 miles, but he was really impressed that I was able to sit on his wheel the whole time. And he actually told my dad to go buy me a road bike and take me to races. Ah. Um, and, you know, if my parents had done that, I think my life would have had a whole different trajectory because I think I would have been racing internationally instead of going to college. Yeah. Uh, but I have no regrets on that whatsoever. Um, so my dad also liked bike racing, just kind of not bike racing, bike riding just for fun here and there. So weekends throughout the summer sometimes in high school we would go for rides and that was fun um so i'm at college and i remember going to the first iucc meeting and they said it's mountain bike season so i took some money i had in my savings account and i went and bought a mountain bike and it was a coney mooney moolah and it was i was in clipless paddles for the first time and i was falling over and getting bruised and I went to races mm-hmm. and I met, I met all the people on the team, which was a really great team at that time. Um, and it, had you heard, had you heard of little 500 by then? I had not heard of the little 500 at all. Oh. Um, okay. So, so you... how, so this is the next step here, right? So how did I find out about little 500? So I remember being at some fast food place um, with the IECC team 
And I remember learning that Little Five existed like then. Ah. I, I didn't know anything about it, but um, Leslie Gilmore, who was my new friend and a racer <laughs> for IUCC, um, and we're mm-hmm. still good friends, um, she said I should race for their team, the Roadrunners. Mercedes Collins was also an IUCC rider, and she was there, and she offered me to ride on her team. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know which team she was on. Um, so Leslie was a closer friend um, at that time. Um, I remember Jason Losey was there, and he asked me, are you sure you want to ride for the Roadrunners? You might not get to race. So, oh <laughs> he's, so he's implying, like, hey, the Roadrunners are a pretty good team, and they've got four experienced seniors, and I'm a freshman. So I might not even get chosen to race, but it's a good thing that I didn't actually let that deter me because he was really wrong. <laughs> mm. well, they, they, Go ahead. So they had a, re- they had a reputation, I guess, in the little five community then as being a top tier team and a competitive team. Yes. Um, so um, I think the previous year they had gotten fourth. I don't remember. And as you know, in 1990, so this was uh, the fall of 2000. So I, 2001 and then 2002 for the Roadrunners. And in 1997, the Roadrunners had won little mm-hmm. 500. So there was a, was a reputation there that they had. Um, so Leslie had said they're going to win the race that year. And she could see that I had a lot of potential. And so that's why she wanted to nab me. Uh, yeah. So I bought a road bike used the end of October. It was a Cannondale CAD four. And I think it was a size <laughs> too big for me, but I didn't know that. And I don't know if you remember, there was this guy named Billy who worked at one of the bike shops. Oh, yeah. Do you remember him? Yep. Yeah. So I, bought I remember that. Billy very. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone knew Billy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was his bike that he had bought. It was probably the oh. previous year's model. So I got a pretty good deal on it. Um, and he probably knew it was too big for me, but he didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so road bike under saddle. I started training formally with the road runners, maybe November or December when mountain bike season was done. Um and if I could say, like, mountain biking, so I mentioned I was new on the bike. I was fast, but I had no bike handling skills. Oh. And clipless pedals were still pretty new to me, so I would lose my balance, as you do when you're new to mountain biking. And then I would just fall over, still clipping. <laughs> 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 and I was so bruised, Jim. I would be, I would be going to races the following week, week, and I would still have bruises from the last week. Um, but you, but you stuck with it. Like, I stuck what, with what was, what was the poll? What, what kept you coming back? It was, was it? so much fun. I just had the biggest smile on my face thinking about it. And I remember mm. just being so excited for weeks. I think my brain was just buzzing with, I don't know if it was dopamine or what. Um, I loved it and it was awesome. And it was so, I had so much fun going to all the races with other riders and driving, mm-hmm. I don't even know, like seven or eight hours to Michigan and sleeping on someone's floor that for the University of Michigan team, but it was free. Um, and how's this, uh, how's this play into an introvert? Like, sounds like you're finding yeah, I was some really, friends. I enjoyed it, but I was really quiet. I didn't talk a whole lot. Um, ah. So I was very kept to myself. I don't know if anyone, I was a vegetarian. I don't know if anyone on the team even knew that because I didn't tell anybody. I just brought my hummus sandwiches along with me. And my uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I had, I had the mountain biking was a lot of fun and I still love mountain biking. It's always been a really fun thing for me, probably because I never got really serious with it too, for racing. Uh, well, and if if you grew up with the woods in the backyard, you know, yeah, mountain bike mountain biking is not a far stretch. It's true. I just I still love I the I live in Corvallis, Oregon, and there's 
so much forest around here. Mm-hmm. I can take off on foot or drive a short ways and just be gone for hours in the woods. And so that makes me very happy. Um, so the mountain bike season was done and I started training with the Roadrunners. And it was a really perfect fit for me team-wise because they were all really serious bike racers. And they were racing with IACC and they were racing in the community. And it was, it was a good fit for me. Um, Susan Gazowski or Stapleton back then was the head coach. You know, Susan really well. Um, Mm -hmm. and she had been on that winning team in 97. Uh, a side note, I have one of the 1997 Roadrunner little five bikes. I have no idea if it was the winning bike or if it was the one that was hanging out. Well, a a secondary side note, I have, I have one as well. Really? Yes. Not one of the Roadrunner bikes? Yes. Oh my God, that's amazing! I didn't know that. It is. <laughs> uh, so you meet you meet Coach Susan. I meet she, Coach Susan, and she's experienced. She's won the race. Um, she takes you under her wing. I'm guessing, and it's great. We had a we had a very I don't remember if maybe it started in December. We had a formal training schedule. This is what you're going to ride each day. We had a weightlifting mm. schedule. I loved it. Um, you loved it. I loved having the schedule. Um, Susan was great with module. I, I actually got sick with a sinus infection probably that March, and she somehow was able to pull me off the edge from and modify my training so that I was able to recover and be good for continuing to ride and race. Because I look back and I think about that, and if it would, if it was just me up to my own devices, I would have kept. Hard and I would have been so sick and mm. I wouldn't have realized what I was doing. Um, mm. Yeah. So, so it, it, it sounds like you were pretty much all in once you got connected with the road yeah, runners and I was, met your teammates. Was, and, you know, and I think part of that was that um, Les, Leslie was just like, we're going to win the race. And so I remember um, me my mom commented that I kept telling her we were going to win the race. We were going to win the race. And she would say, okay, Jen, but she's thinking that's not going to happen. Right. I think my mom thought it was just Mm. too big of like, this is this really big university. Jen's a freshman. What does she know? Um, That's not going to happen. When do you start to, when do you start to realize you're pretty good at this? Like this might be a natural fit for you. You know, even that first fall when I was starting out, like Leslie kept saying, you're just this rock star in the bike. And I don't remember, you know, you know, um, Ellen Hall. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think she goes by her married name now. I don't remember what it is. Um, I don't remember. She had told me this later or if it was that fall, but she, I remember her telling me thinking Jen is really fast. If she doesn't crash her bike, this is mountain biking. As long as she doesn't <laughs> crash, she's going to do really well. <laughs> mm. um, so, I, I think it wasn't totally clear to um, Susan and then Jill, our assistant coach, she was also just phenomenal. And she had ridden on the Roadrunners um, the previous few years. I don't know if it, if it was clear for sure. Like it wasn't maybe until March where they were thinking, okay, Jen's for sure going to be in the race. And is Jen going to, you know, is it wasn't maybe until April, if I had to guess that it was going to be clear that Jen was going to be the one on the bike at the end of the race. Mm. Um, so you, you just kept getting better and better and better. It sounds like, and more comfortable and yes. Yeah, it was, um, 
I mean, from what I can remember, it was 20 years ago, but I was, I just hopped on and I was a natural and, um, you know, where had bike racing been all my life, sort of. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you mentioned a few times bike handling, like what other skill or knowledge did you have to kind of build and get better at to to be competitive in that Um, race? In that particular race, you know, I was really into the technical side of the race. So thinking about different race situations, like what do I do if this happens? Um, I wanted to commit all of those permutations of what could happen into my memory so that I could just respond automatically and, and I wouldn't be, I don't know. I, I won't say I'm a controlling person, but I really like to know what's going to happen. And so I've got an, and I think it relieves some anxiety if I think, okay, I've got a plan for that. You know, there's these 25 scenarios mm-hmm. and I've, I've got them covered. And if something else happens, that's fine because one of my plans is probably close to that. Uh, Are you talking about a scenario like crashing or, yeah, or being, um, yeah. uh, or at the end of the race? Crashing, um, different scenarios where the race might be put on, what's it called? Like a yellow flag, right? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, and then yep. ending scenarios. And so um, it's, and it's actually kind of, I don't know. Do you want to, what, keep going what is there something you wanted to talk about <laughs> no i i will i'm fascinated by how y- y- your team and you like kind of dove into this event and how you guys collectively mastered ah, it so and, and i know uh, it sounds like you you spent a lot of time thinking about it and i really so i had there were four see i you see we didn't go over this part so the roadrunners that year consisted of me a freshman and four seniors who had Mm. all done the race before. Um, So there was also this tension of obviously one of the riders is not going to be racing on race day. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they were all just desperate to win. Really. They weren't going to let anything get in the way of that because they didn't have another opportunity. They all had things they were going to be doing. They weren't going to be staying another year. And I think Leslie actually was doing a fifth year in order to ride. I don't remember that for sure or not. Um, and I was, I really became a student of the race in order to try and I think rise up to the level that I needed to be at. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you were asking about like, when was I all in or like, you know, at what point in, um, like, like where was winning on that preparation spectrum? And I really feel that like, when we won the race that had validated everything that I had done the six months before, like that was everything that I'd done before that was correct. So winning was just this continuation. It was a logical ending to the path that like I had been on and the team had been on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, And the following year, so all of those other women had graduated and I tried to do that same path the following year, but it was completely different because well let's let's don't oh, okay. jump ahead okay. yet because i'm <laughs> so so that first race yeah. uh what's it like walking up to the stadium for that first time oh, on race gosh. day um do you, do you remember those feelings you were having let's and, see what i do remember um it was all like and it was exciting and I had been, we had visualized race day. And so I was in the zone, I think that whole day. I remember I had a class that morning, which was weird, but I was totally present for the class because I was just in the zone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it was helpful to have 
teammates that felt like confident and reassured and we had a plan. I mean, obviously you're not going to go through everything with check-in and the warm up and all the people it's really busy. Um, mm-hmm. And that's all I really remember going into that. It yeah. was, it was a lot more, it, it was, a, there was a lot more involved pit setup than I would have realized with the, as, as you know, from having worked <laughs> with the cutters, it's yeah. intense. And um, the road runners at that time were the, the female version of the cutters, as far as independent teams go. And there was a really strong mm-hmm. link with the cutters because Susan and another rider had been dating the cutters. Susan was married to a former cutter. And so there was this really big knowledge transfer, I think in um what kind of logistical um like i don't know what's preparation really mm-hmm. helps can make the difference between winning and just placing well does that resonate with you oh yeah yeah and well certainly the whole yeah. arena is transformed that day. yes yeah and you you walk into but, it and, I mean, uh, so, so does the race does the race play out to plan it, it does play out to plan as best as i can remember and it's it's crazy yeah. how the middle of the race always seems like it's taking forever. And then you get down to like lap 85 and it's like, holy, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you know, the adrenaline is just going like, do I even remember what to do? It's kind of like getting walking down the aisle to get married. You're like, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so the bike's coming in to you for your, for the last set. You're going to finish the race. You're, you're a freshman. Everyone's put the, there, you know, there are hopes on your shoulders. It's, it's, I was, I was totally prepared for it, but the funny thing is, do you remember anything about the last lap of that race? So yeah. it's, it's me and I think three other teams and, and I don't mm-hmm. even know if, I don't think even, I knew Thetas were, were on the same lap as us in a big threat. And I think that's literally the only other team that I was aware of. And, mm-hmm. and we're on the last lap. And then I remember we're on the back stretch. And I was supposed to jump them. Like, I just, I would, I don't, I don't even remember that there was a plan. In hindsight, I think, well, duh, I was supposed to sprint then. Um, and I think Theta was in front of me. And maybe this Kappa rider came around on the outside. And the Theta, I was directly behind the Theta rider in second. And the Theta rider moved over to my right as the Kappa rider tried to come around. And so I just went for it. And yeah. I look back and I think, what would have happened if, if the Kappa rider hadn't jumped then, like would I have, would I had just have jumped coming out of turn four and one anyway, you know, like I, I didn't have a plan. <laughs> so it worked, it worked out uh, really but, well in our favor. And I think I won, it was yeah. the several bike lengths, at least I think that I outsprinted the other riders by, but. Um, yeah. Well, once you had, once you were in the fronts or you had space to go, like you went, and left everybody I behind think you. So, because I've, I've got a really solid sprint and I knew going into the last level, okay, I'm not supposed to lead this out, but I think I forgot what was supposed to happen after that. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked so out. So no one you, ever questioned anything because it, it looked perfect. <laughs> it, it was, it was planned out to the T. <laughs> uh, you wonder, you wonder race, you make your way back to the pit. Like, you know, that's the greatest oh, feeling in little five, right? When you're coming oh, back. Jim, I have a really good story. So, um, oh, please, we had been planning to win the race and the previous year Thetis had won and Anne had this really, um, Leslie really liked to rag on that Anne's finish line hands up <laughs> was not the uh-huh. best. 
And so we had to look better than that when we crossed the line. And I literally practiced it. I you practice crossing a line with your hands up. Across arms with my lines up. And I still, I can't mm-hmm. remember the street, but I remember the street coming back from the waterworks loop. And this is slight downhill, so it's perfect for taking your hands off the bars. And I remember practicing it. And so the finish line photo for when I crossed was like famous. I was, they, I was yeah. on the, all the mouse pads the freshmen were given the next year. um it was in the Uh newspaper it was on you know it was it looked very ironically very similar to jay paul's groves crossing um yeah yeah 88 i was gonna say 86 but i'm a little you would remember um so yeah so it was a very good finish line crossing but i had practiced that and envisioned going across the line on training rides um Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm remembering when, so when you were asking me about what it was like on race day, going into the stadium, and I just remember feeling also confident, like I knew I was one of the strongest riders out there. Um, And I, I knew that my bike handling skills were good too. I could feel, I could feel and see the difference. It was from mountain biking. So sometimes, you know, the track would be a Mm. little bit loose and I felt like I wasn't going to fall over through that because I knew how to ride my bike. Um, yeah, you got an ITTs that year. You finished third, right? So that's also really good for a freshman. So, yeah, and you you just kept closing the gap, and then when you play, when you got your strength, that sprint, you were able to yeah, take advantage of for it. Sure. So, so you so you guys celebrate. It's it's fabulous. Dreams come true. Uh, then the seniors all leave. Mm-hmm. And you got another race yes. ahead of you, sophomore yes. year. Uh, where do you find new riders? Like, how does That's that a happen? Great question. And how's how's the team dynamic so change? So I obviously go straight in the leadership role, um, and we would get riders generally from the. I'm blanking on the name. Is like the race director? What's the organization? Not the foundation. It's the. Uh, IUSF yeah, from IUSF, so Indiana students. People that weren't—I yeah. mean, if you're a part of a sorority or a dorm, you're going to race for that team. But if you're not, then riders would contact IUSF. Sometimes we get contact directly, but otherwise they contact IUSF and say, "Hey, I want to ride. For, you know, can you hook me up with some teams that might be an option?" And so that was a funnel for us. And I don't know if that's how all of the riders found us. Um, I guess you'd have to ask them, but we ended up with, um, I think Mary Craig was a junior, I believe. And then we had um, Jenny and Emily, who I think were sophomores and Sarah, who was a freshman, but we, we lucked out because they did all have riding experience and they loved bikes. I don't think they had mm-hmm. any racing experience. Um so what was in hindsight, looking back, what was tricky is I took, you know, I'm only 19 at this point. I took my approach from the previous year and tried to repeat that. Yeah. And they're different people. And they're, as you know, it's going into the race when you don't know, there's like, you don't know how to prepare properly. It's like trying to prepare for a baby when you've never had one. You're just, you do your best, but it's a rude, it's a big awakening when you get there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, what, so are, are you are you more are you more serious going into was, next year and like you want to you want to do more 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 training? Um, this more so everything. You know what was different? So after 
after Little Five in 2001, and then I went to Collegiate Road Nationals with some riders, with two other road runner, road runner riders, and then um, a guy. And so I did pretty well at Collegiate Road Nationals. I think I got 12th in the crit, which was amazing, um, and 32nd or something in the road race. And then I was, I wanted to keep racing, and I felt really lost. And Susan directed me to Jay Paul's group for coaching. So suddenly I have a coach. And then I love, I love sprinting. So I get on the velodrome that summer for the first time and, and I loved it. It was so much fun. And Mm -hmm. I'm also learning a lot more about how to handle my bike and how to, um, read a race is, you know, track cycling. Each race is just this little mini con condensed down version of a crit or a road race, but you get to do three of them every night when you race. And so you really learn to read the race and race, what's going on and how to move your bike around and position yourself. Um, I was working at a bike shop that summer. I was just living and breathing bikes. And so, mm. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I had this formal training plan. So the next year I was on this whole other level. Um, the September of 2001. So the start of my sophomore year, I went to collegiate track nationals which is held in September. And I, I got four national titles. So suddenly I was like this, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> and yeah. You get all yeah, kinds of validation. Was a lot of validation. And it was, I was really confident. I knew I, you know, I thought to myself, I think I'm probably the best female rider on campus right now. There's, you know, I, I was very, very modest, but I, it's not like I went around telling people that, but it really helped boost my confidence. Um, but it was also tricky because I was like my training program was more than what these other riders could handle. So in some ways it was a little tricky with training and uh, Jay tried to coordinate that with what my training plan with what Susan was doing. Uh, Overall, I don't remember it being a super huge issue, but uh, you know, Mm -hmm. it it existed. And I remember it being, um, tricky with how trying to get the other women I don't know like I think they were as focused as they could be yeah now I have a much greater appreciation 20 years later with more life experience on people have different amounts of enthusiasm and what they're trying to get out of the race and what they're capable of putting into it just with their other life demands um and at the time all I knew Mm -hmm. was my one year experience of what I did um but I, I would say overall I don't I was really intense but I don't think I was too off-putting um and I think we all got along pretty well I'm not as good of friends with like that team doesn't feel like um I I don't feel like we ever like bonded quite as well as we had the previous year yeah well they're all different that's for Uh, sure and graduating all those seniors has to leave a big void and you're asked to be a leader at, at, a, at a young age and maybe you it weren't was, even I, ready for I that. I did yet. my best, but Hard. reflecting back, it's certainly there's, yeah. you know, I, I like to tell myself if I, if I would do the same thing now as I would 10 years ago, I'm probably not growing as a person. Um, yeah. And yes. I think and so it helps me feel better about making, you know, <laughs> looking back and thinking I would have made a different decision then. you just, you do your best at the time. Um, I realized we forgot something important from 2001, Jim. Oh, yes. So please fill it we in. We had four seniors and me. There were five riders. 
And it was a mm-hmm. really hard decision to leave Rondi out, mm. um, is what it came down yeah. to. And um, I remember talking with Susan and Leslie about who wouldn't race. And personally, like I felt like Rondi was a little bit more of a part of, of a team than Amy, who ended up riding because Amy was in Australia studying abroad first semester which was great for her she met her husband to be um but her i didn't i never i just didn't get to spend as much time with her so the the chemistry didn't feel as good um and ronnie's still a really good friend but you know my biggest Mm -hmm. regret from that year is that she wasn't able to be racing with us on that day um but as i remember leslie saying that we had to win for sure in order to prove that that was the right decision and so we did win. Yeah. And so I don't, I, I wish that she had been able to race with us, but um, I, I, I still feel like, you know, we won. And so I think that was the right decision. And she got the fifth ring. Um, and so mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, I've never yeah. talked with Rondi about this, but I really hope that she feels like she was an integral part of the team that year because she was, even though she didn't race on race day she was as much a part of the team as any one of us. And if she hadn't been there, things might've been different. For sure. Mm. Um, yeah. And so, um, so 2002, we also had five riders. And like I said, I was, I was, I think I was. But 2002, you're going in, I'm oh, sure as a race sure. favorite. For sure. But you know, other teams looking at us are thinking, well, Jen's really strong, but I don't know about the rest of those, the riders. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And they plan on, so they plan on picking on them maybe. Yeah. I don't them. know. I, th- I think that was the plan of like, okay, well, Jen can't be on the bike the whole race. So, you know, we'll take advantage of when she's, she's not on, on the bike. Um, and the sorry i'm like drawing a blank for a second here um you know so like going back to five riders again we had another choice of like who's not going to ride and this is another thing that i have i've never spoken to a soul about this but i thought it might be some good um Mm. i don't know this is the fun stuff to hear right the things that no one knows about um yeah susan actually had a conversation with me about doing the race with only three riders because she felt that one of the women would have been a liability, just like too slow, essentially. Um, and I made the call that we all had to ride um, because it would have hit team morale mm-hmm. too much. And um, mm-hmm. I'm remembering backing up to the, the five riders, how we got to four. Um, one of the women, Jenny, had been on another little five team the year before. And IUSF decided to enforce the rule that you had to sit out a year in between teams. And I will yeah. I'll add it for just adding obscure facts that are interesting is that <laughs> Leslie Gilmore, who I had raced with in 2001, had raced for the Roadrunners the year before. But the year before that, she rode on an independent team that I think she had helped found. And IUSF did not enforce the waiting out a year mm. when she went to the Roadrunners. <laughs> so it's always interesting how they decide to play to, you know, if they think you're not fast and they, they kind of look the other way. Um, at least that's how it seemed 20 years ago. Um, 
so so we we did the race with four riders um and going into the race you know i knew i was by far the strongest rider out there um my bike handling skills were excellent i could read the race um you know from those skills that i had learned riding on the trail riding on the velodrome um you know i remember watching the 2002 race video gym and um Oh, I'm totally drawing a blank of the guy who was doing the, what's his name? Yeah. Com- commentary? Yes. Was, was it Jason Sonneborn? I couldn't think of the last name. Yes. And Jason goes off on some yeah. story about how I took my little five bike out on the mountain bike. What was the little mountain bike place in town? <laughs> yeah. Like, and Wapa- I thought, Wapahani. did I ever tell him that? But I did. I did do that. <laughs> it was very hard to ride that on a single speed coaster bike. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. So, um, so I, I, I really, I could read, I could manage my little five bike really well too. Um, my health was really good going into the race. Um, I did a fifty lap set in training leading up to the race, and it didn't. Oh and boy! It didn't even so your confidence is. Um, <laughs> So, you know, thinking about winning the race, like, I think there were times where I just about started to cry, wanted it so bad. I was so obsessed. Um, I knew all sorts of obscure facts about the race. I would watch, I mean, just things <laughs> like, well, such and such team in this year, uh, there was a rider that did like 186 laps. It was, it was, it was the maximum that you could yeah. do without having the other, you know, with getting all the exchanges in. Just little <laughs> things like that. I think I even found a typo in the, um, in that coffee table book. I just, I had it so well. Um, <laughs> and I would watch. Go ahead. So you, you became a true, oh, you became was, a true student of this event. So obsessed, um, probably to the detriment of my classes for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching race videos mm-hmm. and I was training indoors. Um, and I had motivational quotes all over my house taped up. Um, and in, you know, so what do I remember? I don't know that I remember a whole lot. I remember feeling that the race played out exactly like we had visualized it. Um, I remember it feeling easy. Um, I apparently, I have not counted, but I was told by the Kappa coach that I raced 72 laps. Um, mm. And I remember seeing, mm-hmm. maybe it was the Kappa, Kappa uh, whiteboard saying something like, follow Jen on the next burn or something and I remember laughing to myself because thinking I'm going to be in here for eight more laps (laughs) 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 um and just being out there I felt like I owned the race like I think I was uh there was another male rider and he had said it looked like you were smiling out there um and I remember finishing and thinking I think I could do that again um I was, it was yeah. so jubilant. I, I was, remember crying after I crossed the finish line. Um, it's, there's nothing like really wanting a goal and then being able to achieve it. Um, well, well, that takes me into this next thing. Like you put so much time and effort to get good at this. You got to the point where you had to decide, do you want to keep doing a little five or, or, yes. Or follow a different path. Um, so I think it helps to put this in the context of, you know, Jay Paulsgrove, who was coaching me, was helping me along the way, reminding me of like, this is just a part of what you're doing. But he was also, 
maybe pointing out that I was already doing that. I was racing IUCC. I was racing little five. He's like, and now you're trying to get on some team. So he was helping me just almost put those other things aside while I was training, kind of compartmentalize it a little bit so I could focus my training. Um, and so you're getting to mm-hmm. the question about upgrading to a cat too. Uh, so yeah, my, I was getting to be at this whole other level of racing um, that after the 2002 little five race, I placed really well at collegiate road Nats. I got six at the crit there. Um, I went to two talent ID camps with IU, uh, not IU cycling, sorry, USA cycling at the Olympic training center. Um, and then in August I got fourth in the criterium at Downers Grove, the one that's before the day before criterium nationals. I'm like, I think that's still one of my best results I've ever had really, um, in a national level race. Mm -hmm. And, um, I decided I wanted to race crit nationals the next day and you have to be a cat two for that. And at the time you, you, if you were, once you upgraded to cat two, you were done for a little five. Um, and so it was really like in my, in think in the back of my brain and my heart, like I knew I was not going to race little five again. I think Jay had been preparing me like little five is just like, Jen, you want other stuff, right? (laughs) Like, like, Little five is amazing. Yes. But it's just, it's just this bike race in college, you know, like you're, you're heading towards like a professional career. Right. Um, and so that day in August, I hunted down the U S cycling rep. Um, I think his name was Mike. Does that sound right? And I don't know, but you had to get I a little tattoo sticker on your license. And so I went and I got my sticker and I registered, um, for a curatorium nationals. And I, I had no regrets about that. Um, Mm. and like i said like little five wasn't you know i it wasn't an end point it was just a waypoint for me um and i think that was something that's different for a lot of little five riders as we've talked about just from the beginning is my entry to cycling was through iucc it wasn't little five most riders start they see little yeah. five maybe their freshman year and then they ride little five and they go oh bike racing is kind of cool maybe i'll try some other racing um and so I was different in that regard. Um, and so 2000, you know, my next year, I ended up going to the Olympic Training Center and to be an athlete there in 2003. So I wasn't even at IU for what would have been my junior year. Um, so it was, I, I think this, the trajectory I was on, that was the right choice. And mm. I, I don't know if... Um, they changed, I don't know, what's the rule now? They changed the rule to then if you were a cat two, you had another year that you could race. Is that still what the rule is? Yeah, you, you can be a cat one if you come into the university with, okay. out of, without uh, a license at all. You can do yeah, one so, year above you know, a two or above a three. I don't know if, so I was back at IU for 2004, but I was training for national, like I won collegiate nationals i won the criterium i won the overall i think i was like seventh in the road race like little five at that point is it's like doing a community 5k when you're training for regional races mm-hmm. um, you know it's it's i don't i don't think it it didn't align with what I, if i had you know if i had been able to race in 2004 i don't know that i would have um it didn't align with what I wanted to do. And it, it almost would feel like cheating maybe like, you know, and some people had, had yeah. 
you know, had floated like, oh, you're going to do the men's race. And then I think, I think it was, you know, I, I did not actually entertain that idea, but I think it was, um, Sasha who had said, like, well, do you want to actually ride? Cause maybe you're good enough to be on a men's team, but you're not really going to do a lot in the race. <laughs> um, mm. and so I only had two years in the race. I, I helped coach a team in 2004. Um, and I don't know in like the history of the race, I ended up getting, uh, ed, I don't know, inducted into the hall of fame in 2005. I think, uh, one of the race directors, the race director, when I was riding, had made a rule that you had to do three years of racing to get inducted. And then he left and mm. someone said, well, that was dumb. Jen should be in the hall of fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I don't, I don't know that I have much of an opinion anyway. I don't know. I guess it's kind of dumb to say that you have to race for a minimum number of years. Mm. Um, I'd kind of outpaced what little yeah. level that little five was at. Um, and I, as another kind of side note on, I guess, I don't know, my legacy, is that the right word here? <laughs> is, that, is that what we're getting to? Um, yeah. I had a conversation. Think... It was through Facebook messenger with Woj. Um, a couple of years ago and he felt like you should have lapped the field. You know, it's like something that people would still be talking about. And I just wanted to win the race. Like ideally by a few bike lengths. <laughs> so mm. it wasn't close and I don't really like to time trial and I'm good at sprinting. <laughs> there you go. So you knew the objective yes, and you played in much. your strengths. Um, you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe if, if Susan had been talking about like, all right, we're just going to like really, uh, try and hammer, you know, make some crazy uh, legacy here of uh, of like a stunt feat. But I think with the other riders being more average, we were just trying to win at that point and, and not lose ground um, yeah. when when I wasn't out there. And I, I don't want to make that sound like they were not good riders. They were just generally when teams are in that top you know definitely the top three are winning all of the riders are above average you know when you look at the itt results you've got like two or three riders in the top 10 at least right does that sound you know about right um right so we and we didn't have that um so there were other teams that had riders that were you know that were all in that but i was able to kind of when we took the average of me and our other three riders we came out ahead still um so Mm -hmm. yeah so uh little five is a big part of your really life now even though it's been 20 years ago It, it 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 really was there for you when you needed it and it helped you gain confidence and really find who, yeah. who you and, were. You know, it's sounds a really like. great community because sure there's a community of IU cycling and, and other collegiate cycling. You know, I'm still, I was skiing last year, cross country skiing, and there was a guy wearing a Dartmouth cycling coat. Um, so we stopped and chatted because I could recognize mm. that, but like little five is like mm-hmm. a whole other, um, community of like underground and it's it's more of this like you know brotherhood sisterhood of commonality that you share because no, no one else can understand what it's like i um so i said i i won 11 collegiate national titles <laughs> when i was an undergrad nobody cared about that on campus 
nobody cared. <laughs> having one right. little five, I uh-huh. was a rock star. I was like famous. I had when I my freshman year when I walked into my my I was in this honors chemistry class and I walked in and everyone gave me a standing ovation. And I was maybe a senior. I remember being in this computer lab and the woman that was across from me like stuck her head over and she said, Jen, is that you? And I said, yeah. And she goes, you don't know me. I was your AI in anatomy. I took that class my freshman year. She said, that is so awesome that you won little five. (laughs) 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 So, so if, if, if you, if you met a if if a rookie would come to you now and say, Jen, give me some advice, give me some tips, like what what do I need to do? Uh, if if she if this woman wanted to get better at little five, wanted to master little five, oh boy, um, what would you tell her? I would say get a training plan. A lot of people try and do more is better, but more is not better. Um, and it should be little five mm. specific too. You should not be out riding the, you know, doing like the hundred K or the hundred mile loop on spring break, because that's not what the women's little five is about. And I would suggest getting with a team that's experienced because that knowledge that they're able to pass on will make a really big difference in your ability to perform in the race. And I would say have fun because there's only one team that wins. You know, I used to say second place mm. is the first loser, but when you really want to win, yeah. it's true. Um, and if you really want to win, you have to go in thinking like winning is the only option. Um, but if you're not having fun, like what's the point? And, and I, I've done a lot of training and yeah. I know now, like if you're not having fun, like, there's not really, unless you've got some sort of, uh, you know, like complex where you have to be achieving because you think you're not worth anything. Um, you, you know, it just needs to be fun. So, and, and keep keeping yourself healthy makes a big difference too. Does that, and I, and, and I would say, you know, having had yeah. more life experience now and coach some teams and seen different permutations of what a team looks like that, um, you know, however you're doing it is just fine. So. Yeah, that's right. There's, there's more than one answer, more than one, more than right, one right answer. answer sure. Yeah. But I, I think having fun as your yeah, North Star uh, cer- certainly helps, especially in this level of. Yes. And uh, the thing you know, you're going to remember is all those training hours with your teammates. Um, and the silly things like I, one of the mm-hmm. teams I coach, they would ride over to Nashville and sit down and have like a full meal at this cafe and then ride home, which makes me want to vomit. Just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an experience. But it's an, it's it an experience. It's a memory. Yeah. It's, it's a collective. And, you know, I still remember I yeah. did these like Tuesday, Thursday rides with Jill at 11 o'clock or something like that. And my fall, my in fall of the first year I was riding. And so those are the things that really stick with you. Um, you know, if you make yourself sick, you know, with anxiety or worry or other kinds of stress, um, you know, in the long run, that's not really going to, going to do you any good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, and I would say it's hard, it's hard to win too. If, if winning is your objective, like winning is hard, mm-hmm. but um, a lot of, I, I know there's a lot of stories about there of people who, 
from their, you know, if they start riding early freshman or sophomore year, or they, you know, or in the, maybe they add a fifth year on so they could get four years of riding in, just like that they have tremendous growth in their ability to race at little five and with their bike handling and their, their race knowledge. And that makes a big difference by their last year of riding. And I'm sure you know all that from all of your personal experience. Um, mm-hmm. go ahead. I had a thought that uh, I was saying, I now it's, it bounced away. So go ahead and ask your question. Uh, oh man. Oh, when's the last time you did an exchange? So, um, not as long ago <laughs> as you would think, because it's still a long time huh. ago in 2008, I went to California mm. for an internship. And I happened to have met a rider. I can't remember if he stayed if he stayed with us for a cyclocross race before then. It was for this. Um, I was on a team called Organic Athlete at the time, and Jason had been at IU at the same. Was it was it, his name wasn't Jason? Crap. I feel bad now. Um, maybe it was. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> but he was living in California, and he okay. had been. He had not. Mystery man. Why. He was a musician, but we were at IU at the same time and just had it met. I think we had been in the same room at one point. Um, but he had a little five bike, or maybe I had. No, I had mine, and so we practiced an exchange in the front yard of a friend's house in <laughs> in Sebastopol, California. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, but. You know, it, it, it just shows how unique Little Five is. And um, it's not like it's any not. other bike race. It's its own unique thing. And, and it's very um, special to many of us. You know, I think one I was talking before about that brotherhood, sisterhood of coming across people that have ridden the race. Um, you know, even out here, I'm in Oregon. Or I've met people in other states, too, that I've been in. Um and, you know, I have this little five bike and every now and then I'll, I still ride it around. It's been, I'll have to send you a picture, Jim, because it's been totally changed. The frame's painted. Everything's different. It's a, uh, it's got a t- two gears now. It's got a kickback um, gear change on it. And mm. every now and then people will say, oh, that's a really cool bike. And I said, yeah, this is about one of about, what is it? 300, 150. How many race bikes do they make each year? <laughs> is that yeah, well, so two I, times I think maybe 66. they would do 150 and there were some extras. So, and people almost don't believe me, you know, or mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I have to lock this up really carefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it's a really, it is a really unusual bike for an unusual race. Well, we got to wind this up. Uh, any any questions for me? Or do you still else have like that Saturn few moments? I, I lent you in 2005? <laughs> yes i kind of want it back but i don't really need it so how about we'll just do not extended loan for now okay oh you know we how about really next time you come a little five wanted to come I'll out for uh, a reunion for our 20 year anniversary is the race happening this year jim is, is there going to be no audience how's it going to work yeah they haven't announced it totally yet and has not been canceled okay. well, so that's good we, might have to wait we don't know for sure for coming out to visit and watch the race again mm-hmm yeah, yes. you want to do it when it's, yes, I do. it's full glory. And especially f- coming from Oregon, it's a bit of a haul, and I've got kids, and so it's it's complicated. Yeah. Well, it's been really great to talk to you, and thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, Jen. Thank, Thank you so much for your time.
Will do. Bye. All right. Let's stay in touch. All right. Wow. Thank you, Jen, for all those great stories. To think it's been 20 years since your first Little Five victory, and you still have all that passion and excitement in your voice when you talk about it. I loved it. And thank you so much for your time. And thanks for sharing all those fabulous memories with us. Thanks again,